welcome to creating wealth through passive apartment investing podcast in this show we will discuss about best and worst experiences about passive and active apartment investing and i am your host ramakrishna let's begin the show today's our guest is alina trigob from samo financial welcome alina thank you rama it's a pleasure to be here yeah thank you a little bit about alina Alina Trigub is the founder of Samo Financial. She loves helping people. Her passion is to spread the word about the benefits of passive investing in various forms of real estate and to empower people to build wealth for themselves and for their families. She worked as a tax accountant as well as in the private sector. For the past few years, Alina has worked tirelessly to help her investors participate in the offerings of over 1200 apartment units, 10 million storage fund and 10 million mobile home park fund. Alina lives in New Jersey with her loving husband and two awesome kids. With that, Alina, would you like to add anything to your background thank you rama no i think you did pretty good job it was a really good introduction thank you for that sure and how did you get into multifamily storage mobile home parks and what is the reason alina so as you mentioned i i am a former tax accountant and even though i left the field uh, almost 20 years ago taxes had been on my mind since that time and while my husband and my career were growing so were the taxes that we were paying in these growing careers and i kept thinking that we need to find ways to lower the taxes so real estate kept coming back and uh, it took me a long time to take action so finally about 7 years ago I I took action and decided to start looking uh, for real estate investment. Unfortunately, I couldn't find anything locally here in New Jersey where I live. The numbers just would make sense. So, I decided to look out of state. And while looking for something out of state, I came across the world of syndications and I thought to myself, this is a great strategy. I can invest without any interruption to my day-to-day life. If someone else will do the job and I just get the benefits of it. And so I did, I invested in London and other, and then the trickle-down effect happened and I invested in many syndications and realized that, you know, this was a great, great area for, you know, make that passive income, also save on taxes and not too many people around me, people that were W-2 employees ever heard about it. So with that, uh, the idea of my own company, Samo Financial, was born uh, with the sole purpose of helping other people to start investing in real estate so they could save on taxes and get some passive income and you know also help improve the communities by these projects that require innovation so that's uh, how i started in real estate buying apartments and investing in apartments yeah that's cool and what skills from your tax consulting jobs are translating into apartment investing or mobile or storage investing Great question Rama. So again since I worked in the field I always think from a tax standpoint. For instance, when I was looking locally, a lot of people were offering to partner up on flip. And from my perspective, being a W2 employee, partnering up on flips would mean that whatever income we make would be taxed as ordinary income at my W2 at that time rate. And I didn't want that. That would mean that, you know, 30 plus percent would have to go back to Uncle Sam. So I never really partnered on any flips, but I I looked at buying whole strategy as a better option because it offered some of the tax benefits where number one if the property is sold at the end it would be sold maximum at the capital gain uh, tax rate which could be up to 20% not more than that so that already at least 10% discount 
from the ordinary income rate. Plus, the other benefits if you invest in syndications and get distributions uh, from the property, then in the first few years when the property is bought and repositioned because of the depreciation and sometimes because of the accelerated depreciation, um, you get so-called paper loss. And, you know, and again, I'm speaking about my case. I'm not talking about everyone else. I, from my experience, that has been the case. And I enjoyed that because it was simply allowed me, you know, not to be taxed on that because of those paper losses. So to me, that was a great benefit. And, you know, I'm still enjoying it to this day. Cool. And what other benefits a passive investor or uh, active investor can get from investing in apartments? So in general, if syndication strategy is to buy, reposition and bring value, that means that most likely the team is going to buy properties that require some renovation. That means improvement. That means making the community a better place for everyone. And that means beautifying the community and allowing better tenants to live in that community and enjoy benefits. So for me, that has that positive social impact component which I really enjoy because I know that we are beautifying the communities and we are um, allowing better tenants to join us so they can find the areas that they want to live in because uh, we offer maybe playgrounds, maybe it's a property near a good school district so they would come in with the kids, kids would go to school and hopefully these tenants will become our long-term tenants and will be living in in our projects for a very long time. So I, you know, I, I feel that that positive impact component is really important to me and I'm really enjoying that as well. Sure. Thanks for sharing that. That is a very good component. And what is your take on multifamily space during COVID and going forward? I think uh, general, everyone just ha- has to be uh, very cautious, obviously, because the lending requirements got stricter. We now need to have a greater reserve ready, and we now have to make adjustments to assumptions in terms of potentially when making the assumptions and underwriting a project, I would say don't in- increase the rent for the next couple of years. Let it remain the same and keep the vacancy at a higher point. Again, uh, that simply would be done to stress-proof your requirements and to make sure that if we do have the storm and many people saying that we're already in the midst of the recession, then you can weather that storm by making the assumptions based on today's reality, uh, which will allow you to, if there is a way to get better, then it will allow you to get better, but it will allow you not to overestimate and not to overpromise your investors because, you know, the most important thing is to deliver per investors' expectations. And if you promise one thing, you better deliver. So the best way to do it is to underpromise and overdeliver at the end. But that requires um, very strict assumptions. That requires probably, as I mentioned, not increasing the rents for the next couple of years, keeping vacancy at the higher point point just with the assumption that hey maybe you will not be able to get enough tenants or maybe you will have the economic vacancy on top of it and see see how things are going i'm sure we'll have some clarification after the presidential elections are complete and after we have all the ballots in obviously with mailing in the ballots and it's going to take a little longer to find out who is going to be the president but you know at, at this point we don't even know 
how that mailing campaign is going to go and how long it's going to take to calculate all the balance. But um, once we have the next president identify, I think it will start clearing things out uh, one way or the other. But a lot of the tensions, a lot of what's happening now, even the uh, decent fact that, you know, Trump got uh, sick and the stock market just uh, crashed down. Well, it didn't crash, but it went down significantly. So things like that uh, have significant impact on the stock market, and they do have impact on real estate to a degree because stock market is pushing employers in a certain direction, and it influences people's behavior and people's actions as well. So uh, we just need to monitor the current situation more closely and then start making more um, active decisions um, starting the 2021. Cool. And can you tell me about your best apartment investing experience, either from active side or passive side? The interesting part is that my uh, very first passive investment that I made into syndication turned out to be uh, one of the best ones because it was a good property. I don't remember size, but it was like I don't know, probably 100 plus doors in in Georgia. And the project uh, did so well and the team was able to um, reposition it so fast that operator did the cash out refi in a matter of like 18, 20 months. So, and we got back probably close to 50% of the capital at the time. It was so incredible to get a significant amount, you know, back, you know, holding the check in my hands and not... Uh, being taxed on it. This was like, you know, a credible experience because, you know, I'm, I'm used to the fact that whenever I'm getting money, I'm taxed on it. In this case, because it's return of, it was return of principal in my case, personally, it was not taxed because you're essentially getting a principal back. But, you know, it's just the mere fact of, you know, holding the check uh, and the, the money are coming back to you and you're not taxed with it. It was like an incredible feeling. And, you know, when I tell people about that, they, they wouldn't believe it. So essentially, you're still an investor, or I should say, I, I'm still an investor in a project and I'm still getting returns for the project. But I already have a significant portion of my principal back. And, and again, guys, just want to clarify, I'm speaking about my personal experience. Every syndication, every project is different. So always uh, verify and do due diligence and review it. But, you know, in that particular case, I really loved it, really enjoyed it. And, you know, since then, whenever either I work on a project myself or uh, plan to invest in the project, I uh, always ask uh, about the strategy, what are the plans uh, of the operator and uh, whether the plan is to maybe do a cash out refinance on or sell the property sooner or hold it for a long time. And, you know, there are pros and cons to all of it. each person just has to identify what is the best strategy for them because some people are looking for quick exit and other people are looking for that uh, passive income uh, that will be coming to them for many years. So what can be better than just investing in syndication? And let's say the projections are done for 10 years. What can be better than continually receiving those dividends for 10 years straight without worrying where to invest? I, I think it's a great way for someone who can wait that long. Yeah, that's cool. And thanks for sharing that. Would you share any of your worst apartment investing experience so far? Yeah, there was this other project that I invested. I think this was uh, several hundred dollars in, in this case. And obviously, yeah, big returns were promised and everything like that. But the property management company turned out not to be taking really good care of the property. 
and you know people started dumping garbage where they were not supposed to be and they got a, a really huge pile of garbage um in the place while it was on the property premises it was not where it was supposed to be and i think someone called town they came they they, they saw this pile of garbage uh they find us the fine was huge and um you know even after the legal battle significant portion of that fine had to be paid so that significantly impacted the bottom line obviously the dividends stopped coming in and then the property had to be sold um, a little while after that so uh, we didn't lose any principal and we made very little it was like a few percentages so you know it wasn't the worst case scenario but it was not what was expected from the project overall and you know but that was the experience i had with that other yeah got it yeah sometimes those things will happen so and what is your current focus and share something you're excited about now alina my current focus is to learn about the new asset classes um i'm a big uh proponent of the full diversification i like looking um, into other asset classes and learning about the new asset classes and learning how else to diversify for instance i personally like uh, assisted living asset class so i've invested in it and i'm um, i'm looking to find projects where i can work on assisted living as well so i'm constantly learning about new things and also uh, learning about the asset classes that i i believe in such as multifamily of course always looking for new ones but with a much stricter assumptions as i mentioned earlier trying to find the projects that make sense where we can amend reposition them make them better and bring the type of tenants that we want to have there for a long time so that's my current goals okay cool and one advice that impacted you alina one advice that impacted me i would say what helped me the most as someone said before you do anything make sure you understand what you're doing so taking the time to educate myself uh fully understand what i was doing what steps i was taking next i think it was the best advice ever because when i finally took the time to uh, learn more uh, speak with experienced people and uh, try to learn from their mistakes and not to repeat them it was the best decision in my life cool so any of your personal habits that helping you to be successful Yes, a while ago I read Miracle Morning by Hal Elrod and it ma- made such a big impact on me that I even reread it a few years later and at that time when I reread it again I decided to um implement that Miracle Morning uh, strategy in my own way. So I created my own Miracle Morning routine that I do every single day no matter what and it helps me start the day on the right foot and it helps me get going it gives me energy and clarity and i really enjoy it and i think it helps me tremendously in the day to day cool so how are you giving back to community alina i'm always interested in helping uh, organizations that are pro kids that are helping kids get educated get better at what they do so i uh, volunteer on an annual basis in uh, various charter schools if they ask to come in and give a lecture to skills i talked about going to colleges i talked about selecting colleges i talked about virtual bullying uh, cyber bullying i'm sorry i've also uh, been participating in i think they called like uh, boot camps or w- workshops where the kids would come in and they would be given an assignment and i would act in the role of a mentor advisor where we would advise the kids on how to go about executing that ex- exercise and 
help them uh, do it in a way that will give them the way to learn and it will also give them an opportunity to make the decisions on their own. I really love to see the results of it. At, at the end of the day, three, five hours later, when the kids finally come out and do their presentation and talk about their homework, it's really a rewarding um, experience to see um, how much kids are enjoying that exercise and um, I've been enjoying that as well myself. Yeah, that's cool and awesome. Thank you. Yeah. How can listeners can connect with you, Alina? Absolutely. The listeners can find me through my website, which is samofinancial.com or um, on social media. I'm on LinkedIn, very active on LinkedIn, um, on Facebook, and I'm on Instagram. Cool. And I also uh, recently, several months ago, I actually wrote a course which is available on Udemy. And if anyone is interested, I can give you the link. The course is for people that are starting in real estate and looking to decide what type of real estate they want to do, whether it's active, passive, if they want to buy and hold. So my course helps them to narrow focus, to make that decision as to what type of real estate investing they want to do. I remember my own struggle seven years ago. And based on that, I wrote this course. So happy to share if anyone is interested. Uh, sure. Can you tell me the course name? I can send you the link. Uh, I don't remember the exact name. I think it's how to select your real estate investing niche. Okay, sure. That's fine. Yeah. So thank you, Alina. I really enjoyed the conversation. Rama, thank you. The pleasure was all mine. Really enjoyed being on your show. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. If you like the show, please subscribe, share, rate, and review. And if you want to connect with me, please send me a message, info at ushacapital.com. Thank you for listening, Creating Wealth Through Passive Apartment Investing Podcast. I hope you learned something from the show. See you in the next episode. Thank you. Any information provided from these shows are educational purpose only. As always, please consult with your own CPA, legal and financial advisor before investing.